0: Good evening. It is 5 p.m. and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 101.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective: Christina Laurie, Dinah Jansen, Chancellor Miracle, Lauren Tucker, and Jesse Bell. I'm Christina Laurie, and here are your local news headlines. Today, Monday, May 15th, is the final day to participate in the KFLNA Community Drug Strategy Advisory Committee's electronic survey on decriminalization. The Kingston Frontenac and Lennox and & Addington Community Drug Strategy Advisory Committee is exploring decriminalization of illicit substances for personal use by conducting local community consultation. The feedback received from the community will help inform next steps in responding to the drug poisoning crisis and may inform a Health Canada application to decriminalize personal possession of unregulated substances in the KFLNA region. So be sure your voice is heard and participate in the anonymous survey today. You can take the survey by going to KFLadrugstrategy.ca. Under initiatives, you'll find decriminalization in KFLNA. At the top of this page will be the link. You can also find the link on our podcast network in the description of this episode of Today in YGK, that is today in YGK, May 15th, 2023. More information about decriminalization of drugs can be found on the KFLNA Community Drug Strategy website or by emailing KFLAdrugstrategy at gmail.com. You can also stay up to date on decriminalization initiatives and information by following KFLA's CDSAC on Facebook and Twitter. Just following the release of the Greater Kingston Chamber of Commerce's first City Council Report Card, on Thursday, May 18th, they will be hosting the Kingston Business Awards. Here's what their CEO, Karen Cross, had to say about the upcoming event.
1: The Kingston Business Awards are facilitated by the member-led Kingston Business Awards Committee of the Greater Kingston Chamber of Commerce. We're supported by many, many uh, sponsors. Uh, Our title sponsor this year is MMP and our partner sponsor is Bell Canada. And the Kingston Business Awards represents an opportunity to continue the evolution of the Business Excellence Awards that we held in 2023. We're launching it forward. This ceremony is being held May 18th at the Isabel Bader Centre, and the theme of the awards is achieving achievement worth celebrating. And we're pleased to have such a great accomplishment of well-rounded group of nominees for this year's awards. Uh, we'd also like to recognize at this at this event, all of our local employers, Uh, community supporters, investors, and their favorite haunts as they they join us on May 18th. And some of the categories, I know we've we've talked about them a lot over the last few weeks, but really hospitality, social impact, new business of the year, exciting, young entrepreneur, skilled trades really took off this year. It's a new award for us. It's only our third year and we have eight nominees in that category, I believe it is. And we have customer experience, another new award for us, our arts and culture award, and employer of the year award. And then last but not least, business person of the year. So really an exciting um, evening ahead on May 18th. More information we found at kingstonchamber.ca. You can buy your ticket there. It's not too late. Um, it's gonna be a great 90 minutes of networking with your colleagues from a, um, across the region and having some food and some cocktails uh, before we go into the Isabel Bader Theatre for the award show itself. But lots of activities going on during that networking piece, so don't miss out and and join us on May 18th at the Isabel Bader Theatre. As I'm sure you've noticed, we are thrilled to share that we put a fresh face on this year's event. We've been working with many local businesses to bring this concept to life as we wanted the remarkable achievement remarkable achievements of our business community to be celebrated in style these are kingston's business awards and it was important to us that they were owned by businesses in our backyard the logo and branding was designed by backcountry branding the video assets were created by james media co the photos are being taken by jamstone productions and the awards are being produced by bgm metalworks inc and the westwood group of companies and A little bit of a side note, I had a sneak peek at them last night and they are incredible. Also, all of our event materials were being prepared right here in Kingston by the teams at DigiGraphics and Allegra and the marketing and communications efforts for the awards have been supported by Make It Matter Media. We are so proud to support local and the collaboration we have seen across the Kingston business community preparing for this year's awards has been remarkable. So we look forward to seeing everyone at the event on May 18th at the Isabel Bader Performing Arts Centre.
0: Once again, that was CEO of the Greater Kingston Chamber of Commerce, Karen Cross, on the upcoming Kingston Business Awards. That's all for your headlines this week, and next up is our Arts Desk with Lauren Tucker.
2: Thanks, Christina. Here's your local creative news on the Arts Desk. Celebrated classical pianist and winner of the 2021 Chopin International Piano Competition, Bruce Liu, will be performing Chopin and Liszt this Tuesday, May 16th, at the Isabel Bader Centre for the Performing Arts. This Montreal-raised musician has been touring worldwide since his success at the competition, and his Isabel debut is just one of the many exciting stops along the way. CFRC sat down with him to chat about his path and the upcoming gig. Take a listen.
0: Thank you, Chancellor. This is Christina coming in with your campus news. Coming up on Wednesday is the three minute thesis competition hosted by Queens this year, and today I sat down with Colette Steer, the manager of graduate experience at Queens, and Zara Majed, a fourth year PhD candidate here at Queens who will be representing Queens in this year's competition. Here's what Colette and Zara had to say about the upcoming event and Zara's research. So, just to start us off, would you like to introduce yourselves?
3: Sure. Uh, my name is Zara. I'm a fourth-year PhD candidate at the School of Kinesiology. I'm studying health promotion, and
4: I'm a TMC finalist for the Ontario TMC. And I am Colette Steer, sometimes known as CJ the DJ from GradChat and I am the uh, Manager of Graduate Experience in the School of Graduate Studies and Postdoctoral Affairs. And uh, we will be hosting, Queens will be hosting the Ontario Three Minute Thesis on Wednesday.
0: Awesome. And before we get into the details of that, would you like to speak a bit to what this event is?
4: So the Ontario Three Minute Thesis is an opportunity for students or graduate students at ontario universities to come together and present their research it is a competition and so the students that are being pre- or the universities being presented uh, they each have had their own competitions and of course zara was our winner in our queen's uh, three minute thesis competition and what will what will happen is it will be lovely it'll be down at the isabel bader center for the performing arts starting at 10 a.m And of course, we would love lots of people to come along and be in the audience to listen. And so starting at 10, probably finish no later than 11.30, where each of the schools participating will, of course, their their student will have three minutes to talk about their research, which isn't very long, but that's on purpose. The reason we do that is it's a bit of a communication tool or skill that we're trying to teach the students how easy it is to tell people about your research and get them interested in your research and excited about your research without using all the jargon that grad students tend to use when they're talking about their research so this way is three minutes as you can imagine a thesis itself is can be up to about 80 80 or 100 or thousands of words bring it down to three minutes so basically they need to sort of talk about you know why they want it's kind of like what was the purpose of doing this research how they've done the research and potentially what results are coming from their research or things that could be put into play from their research depending on the, the field that they're in so it's a great opportunity for that it's also a great opportunity for the graduate students from the different schools to actually get to meet each other as well. Uh, you can learn a lot from each other and from within the university and from our colleagues at other universities so it's a bit of a networking thing as well if, you, if you'd like to call it that and everyone's really really excited. Just a lo- other little bit tip: bit tidbit that you may or may not want to use. The First Ontario three-minute thesis competition was hosted by Queen's and that was back in 2013 and uh, now of course we've got 2023 has come back to us so that's a little bit of a tidbit there.
0: Awesome and Zara how did you come across this opportunity what made you want to try out for this?
3: Well I mean Colette kept talking about the event over and <laughs> over and I, I remember when I first joined Queen's in 2013 uh, 2019, January 2019, I started seeing these ads on the 3MT thesis and all of that. And honestly, I was really interested because I'm, I'm, I really like public speaking. Uh, it had been a while for me to actually do that. Um, but I didn't really have any results in 2019 or 2020 or 2021. I mean, until now. <laughs> um, so I thought this would be like the perfect time to actually like uh, take this on especially that it's going to be like sort of my last year, um, hopefully. So yeah, uh, I wanted to challenge myself and add something to my CV as well. That's always a a bonus for graduate students.
0: Without making you give up your three-minute thesis, would you like to describe what the topic of your thesis is?
3: Sure. So I am interested in looking how uh, physical activity or exercise in general can make immigrants uh, feel part of the community and feel uh, they're like part of, uh, they're integrated into the Canadian community. Um, I am interested in physical activity. It's like part of my uh, personal, like personal uh, habits or personal uh, hobbies, and for me, it was a tool to actually feel part of uh, part of the community here and meet friends. So, reflecting from my personal experience, honestly, my research just like showcased my like how I came to Canada, how Im- I immigrated here, and how I ended up being like a runner. Uh, how I ended up being uh, in this community, how I met people.
4: It's all, it's all about integration. How better we can integrate. Yeah. Uh into into exactly. communities. And it's it, the nice thing is too, is something. I know you've done it on, on immigration, but really anyone going to a new place, it sort of highlights that as well. Exactly, exactly. And everyone
3: at that, like the other day I was saying my speech into like one of the one of your colleagues and he, he was like, yeah, actually I can really resonate with what you're saying. So when I came here, I he's also an immigrant. So when I came, when I came here, I uh, sort of started doing like some sort of sports and that's how I uh, felt I belong, and felt like I can make friends and all of these aspects.
0: Definitely, yeah. And I guess folks will have to attend to hear more about that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just right now, only a few days out, how's prep going? How are you feeling? Uh,
3: <laughs> I wasn't nervous before, but now looking at, if you go to the Isabel Bader like, uh, website and you see the countdown, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit nerve <laughs> wrecking I can say there's two hours, two two days and like how X number of hours or whatever. So I'm a bit nervous, to be honest, at this point, more nervous than before, just because like, I'm going to be competing against the best students across Ontario. Um, And there's always this imposter syndrome, you know, hanging on my head that you may not be good enough or whatever. But I know that, I mean, I made it this far, so I should
4: be good (laughs) enough to be this far. so yeah, we'll see. You'll be fine. And and the reason that's that countdown is on because the Isabel is also very kindly live streaming it. So they've got a countdown on their website but for anyone who can't actually make it in person. But we want people to make it in yes, person. Please come. Yes.
0: That was Khaled Steer and Zara Majed on this year's three-minute thesis competition. Be sure to attend the event on Wednesday at the Isabel. To hear more from Zara and Colette about the three-minute thesis competition, be sure to head to this episode of Today in YGK on our podcast network for the full interview. That's all for your campus news this week, and next up is Dinah with the weather. Catch the full
2: interview on our podcast feed. House doors to the show are at 7pm and tickets are available now at queensu.ca slash starting at only $45 for the general public, $41 for staff and faculty and only $10 for students. And on Wednesday, May 17th from 5 to 7 p.m., stop into the Spearhead Brewery for the Groovy Cats Art Exhibition. Artist Lisa Rae Koenig takes inspiration from the playful spirit of her tuxedo cat Felix to create heartfelt acrylic paint pieces. The evening promises to be a wonderful, inventive exhibition for anyone looking to support local artists. And Trellis HIV and Community Care will once again be hosting a queer art show and are currently accepting art submissions from now until tomorrow, May 16th. The art show will be opening on June 7th in their community art space and will include an opening event that evening from 6.30 to 8 p.m. For more information on how to submit, visit trellishiv.ca and stay tuned to the Arts Desk for more on this show coming soon. Coming down the line is the return of the Spring Reverb Music Festival from June 1st to 4th in downtown Kingston. Beyond the dozens of amazing acts that will be playing the weekend, some with free admission, the music festival will be hosting free panels and talks for musicians and fans alike, which only ask that you pre-register now at kppconcerts.org slash Stay tuned to the Arts Desk over the next few weeks for tons more coverage of this awesome event to come. And turning it over to live music, here's a few of the shows to look out for this week in Kingston. On Wednesday, May 17th, Calgary indie rock duo Misha and the Spanks will be playing a 7pm show at Hotel Wolf Island with special local guest 47 Teeth. Advanced tickets are available now for $15 at hotelwolfisland.com slash events. On Thursday, May 18th, local singer-songwriter Frank Ryan will be performing an 8pm show at The Mansion and tickets will be available at the door. And also at the mansion on Saturday the 20th, instrumental groove jazz group Clear Breeze will be playing an 8 p.m. benefit show for earthquake relief in Turkey. Admission will be by donation on a sliding scale of $5 to $25 and doors are at 7 p.m. Visit these and more listings for more information on KingstonLive.ca. Fast approaching is the return of Juno-nominated local legend Miss Emily to the Isabel Bader Center this Friday, May 19th. The show will feature tracks from her newest album, Defined by Love, and celebrate a homecoming for the Juno-nominated 2020 album Miss Emily Live at the Isabel. Don't forget, Miss Emily has played six sold-out shows at the Isabel, so make sure you don't miss out. Tickets are on sale now through the listing on queensu.ca slash or through the Isabel box office. And I am very pleased to announce that right after this we'll be airing a special program featuring an interview and performance from Miss Emily at 5:30 p.m so stay tuned now we'll take it over to Jesse Bell at the sports
5: desk Thank you very much, Lauren. This is Jesse Bell on your CFRC Sports Beat with the Sports Report for Monday, May 15th, 2023. We kick things off by acknowledging a rather unfortunate milestone for Canadian NHL franchises as their Stanley Cup drought extends into its 30th season. Over the weekend, both the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Edmonton Oilers were eliminated from NHL Stanley Cup contention. On Saturday, May 13th, the Toronto Maple Leafs fell to the Florida Panthers in overtime by a score of 3-2 to end their series in five games. And on Sunday, May 14th, the Edmonton Oilers lost to the Vegas Golden Knights 5-2 to end that series in six games. The seventh and deciding game for the Seattle Kraken and Dallas Stars will be played on Monday night, with the winner advancing to play the Vegas Golden Knights in the Western Conference Finals. Out east, it'll be the Florida Panthers versus the Carolina Hurricanes. The NBA playoffs has now been narrowed down to its final four teams, as the Denver Nuggets and Los Angeles Lakers are set to tip off on Tuesday, May 16th, and the Boston Celtics and Miami Heat will play two days after on Thursday, May 18th. We end off our sports report by looking at some U Sports football content. The East-West Bowl was played over the weekend, and the Eastern roster had three Queens-Gales players to mention. Offensive lineman Jazz Kyra, defensive tackle Darian Newell, and defensive back Keegan Vanek all made key contributions to the East squad, as they won that game by a commanding 37-0 margin. That's all for our CFRC sports report for this Monday, May 15th, 2023. I'm going to throw it over to my main man, Chancellor, for your community update.
6: Thank you, good afternoon, and welcome to CFRC's community update. Your source for news and events happening around Kingston, Ontario. First up, the community harvest markets are set to return this year, and we couldn't be more excited. These markets have been running since 2013 and provided an option for affordable, locally grown produce in three different locations in the city. This year, they're even adding a third location on the West End after hearing that part of the city is a bit underserved. The market adopts a pay what you can model on a sliding scale from zero dollars to five dollars, trying to ensure that anyone who wants access to locally grown produce isn't restricted by the cost. The markets will be held every Tuesday from three to six p.m. at Kingston Community Health Centers on Weller Ave, every Thursday at the Calvin Park Library branch from three to six p.m., and both Tuesday and Thursday behind Center 70 on Day's Road from 3 to 6 p.m. The first markets will be held on June 13th, and they will run on a weekly basis through October 12th. Don't miss out on this opportunity to support local farmers and get your hands on some delicious, fresh produce. On June 10th, Victoria Park will come alive with the first annual Spiking Back charity event. Organized by Patriot Inc. Developments, this event aims to support the Kingston Street Mission, a non-profit organization that provides shelter, refreshments, and essential supplies to the homeless. By participating in the Spiking Back charity event, you can show your team athleticism, win Metro gift cards, and most importantly, make a difference in the lives of those served by the Kingston Street Mission. If you're unable to attend, you can still contribute by donating to their GoFundMe campaign. Let's come together as a community and support this noble cause. And get ready for a night of blues, food, and giving back. Choose the Blues Productions proudly presents the inaugural Thousand Islands Blues Cruise, a three-hour evening cruise through the stunning Thousand Islands aboard the iconic Island Queen. On June 20th, join us for a deluxe buffet dinner and an electrifying performance by boogie-woogie piano legend Kenny Blues Boss Wayne and his band. Proceeds from this event will support the Kingston Food Bank, so you'll be dancing for a great cause. Rain or shine, the Island Queen's enclosed decks ensure everyone's comfort, while the upper deck offers breathtaking views. Boarding begins at 6 p.m. at 1 Brock Street, downtown Kingston. Don't miss out on this unforgettable night. Get your tickets for $200 and HST, which includes the cruise, dinner, show, door prizes, and the donation. Visit www.choosetheblues.ca for more information and to purchase tickets. Book early as capacity is limited. The deadline for dinner reservations is June 5th. The Thousand Islands Blues Cruise is proudly supported by downtown Kingston, the Limestone City Blues Festival, Kingston Blues Society, Kingston Thousand Island Cruises, Perth Brewery, and Rose Hall Run Winery. This event is produced by Choose the Blues Productions, renowned for the Blues on Rideau fundraiser series at the Cove Inn in Westport for the past 17 years. And attention, Kingston residents. May is Building Safety Month. The City of Kingston is here to help you ensure the safety and legality of your secondary suites. Join us for a free plan review session at the Invista Center on June 9th from 1 to 4 p.m. Get personalized advice and learn the steps to create a safe and legal secondary suite. For more information, visit the City of Kingston social media accounts and submit building permit applications through building permits at cityofkingston.ca. Let's build safer communities together. That's all for now. Over to Christina Laurie with the Campus News.
0: Thank you, Chancellor. This is Christina coming in with your Campus News. Coming up on Wednesday is the three minute thesis competition hosted by Queen's this year. And today I sat down with Colette Steer, the manager of graduate experience at Queen's, and Zara Majed, a fourth year PhD candidate here at Queen's who will be representing Queen's in this year's competition. Here's what Colette and Zara had to say about the upcoming event and Zara's research. So, just to start us off, would you like to introduce yourselves?
3: Sure. Uh, my name is Zara. I'm a fourth year PhD candidate at the School of Kinesiology. I'm studying health promotion. And... I'm
4: um, a 3 finalist for the Ontario 3 And I am Colette Steer, sometimes known as CJ the DJ from GradChat, and I am the uh, Manager of Graduate Experience in the School of Graduate Studies and Postdoctoral Affairs. And uh, we will be hosting, Queen's will be hosting the Ontario 3 Minute Thesis on Wednesday.
0: Awesome! And before we get into the details of that, would you like to speak a bit to what this event is?
4: So the Ontario Three Minute Thesis is an opportunity for students or graduate students at Ontario universities to come together and present their research. It is a competition and so the students that are being pre- or the universities being presented, uh, they each have had their own competitions and of course Zara was our winner in our Queen's uh, Three Minute Thesis competition. And what will happen is, it'll be lovely, it'll be down at the Isabel Bader Center for the Performing Arts starting at 10 a.m. And of course, we would love lots of people to come along and be in the audience to listen. And so starting at 10, probably finish no later than 11.30, where each of the schools participating will, of course, their, their student will have three minutes to talk about their research, which isn't very long, but that's on purpose. The reason we do that is it's a bit of a communication tool or skill that we're trying to teach the students. How easy it is to tell people about your research and get them interested in your research and excited about your research without using all the jargon that grad students <laughs> tend to use when they're talking about their research. So this way is three minutes, as you can imagine, a thesis itself is can be up to about 80, <laughs> 80 or 100 or thousands of words, we bring it down to three minutes. So basically they need to sort of talk about, you know, why they want, it's kind of like, what was the purpose of doing this research, how they've done the research and potentially what results are coming from their research or things that can be put into play from their research, depending on the, the field that they're in. So it's a great opportunity for that, it's also a great opportunity for the graduate students from the different schools to actually get to meet each other as well. Uh, You can learn a lot from each other uh, from within the university and from our colleagues at other universities. So it's a bit of a networking thing as well, if you'd like to call it that. And everyone's really, really excited. Just a little bit of a tidbit that you may or may not want to use. The first Ontario three-minute thesis competition was hosted by Queen's, and that was back in 2013. And uh, now, of course, we've got 2023 to come back to us. So that's a little bit of a tidbit there. For graduate students,
0: Without making you give up your three-minute thesis, would you like to describe what the topic of your thesis is?
3: Sure. So I am interested in looking how uh, physical activity or exercise in general can make immigrants uh, feel part of the community and feel uh, they're like part of, uh, they're integrated into the Canadian community. Um, I am interested in physical activity. It's like part of my uh, personal, like personal uh, habits or personal uh, hobbies. And for me, it was a tool to actually feel part of uh, part of the community here and meet friends. So reflecting from my personal experience, honestly, my research just sexual like, showcased my like how I came to Canada, how I, em- I immigrated here, and how I ended up being like a runner.
4: Uh, how I ended up being uh, in this community, how I met people. It's all, it's all about integration. How better we can integrate. Yeah. Uh into, into exactly. communities and that's the nice thing is too it's something I know you've done it on on immigration but really anyone going to a new place it sort of highlights that as well exactly exactly and everyone
3: at that like the other day I was saying my speech into like one of the one of your colleagues and he, he was like, yeah, actually, I can really resonate with what you're saying. So, when I came here, I he's also an immigrant. So, when I came here, I uh, sort of started doing like some sort of sports, and that's how I uh, felt I belong and felt like I can make friends and mm-hmm. all of these aspects.
0: Definitely. Yeah. And I guess folks will have to attend to hear more about that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just right now, only a few days out, how's prep going? How are you feeling?
3: Uh, <laughs> i wasn't nervous before but now looking at if you go to the isabel theater like uh website and you see the countdown it's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit nerve-wracking i can say there's two hours two two days and like how x number of hours or whatever so i'm a bit nervous to be honest at this point more nervous than before just because like i'm gonna be competing against the best students across ontario um and there's always this imposter syndrome you know hanging on my head that you may not be good enough or whatever but i know that i mean i made it this far so i should be good
4: (laughs) enough to be this far um so yeah we'll see you'll be fine and and the reason that's that countdown is on because the isabel is also very kindly live streaming it so they've got a countdown on their website. That
0: was Colette Steer and Zara Majed on this year's 3-Minute Thesis Competition. Be sure to attend the event on Wednesday at the Isabel. To hear more from Zara and Colette about the 3-Minute Thesis Competition, be sure to head to this episode of Today in YGK on our podcast network for the full interview. That's all for your campus news this week, and next up is Dinah with the weather.
7: Thank you so much. And now it's time for the CFRC weather report. Tonight we'll have clear skies with winds west at 30 kilometers an hour, becoming light near midnight, and a low of 11. On Tuesday, we'll have sunny skies with increasing cloudiness late in the morning, then a 40% chance of showers late in the afternoon. Winds west at 20 kilometers an hour, high of 18. Cloudy periods at night with a 30% chance of showers and a low plus 3. And on Wednesday, we'll have sunny skies and a high of 13. And Wednesday night, clear skies and a low plus one and now it's time for the city of Kingston traffic report Motorists can expect road closures at Dunkirk Avenue from Alfred to Fergus, Gore Street from Ontario to King, Lower Brewer's Swing Bridge, King Street from Plast Arms to the Tragically Hip Way, Sydenham Street from Queen to Princess, the Tragically Hip Way from King to Ontario, University Avenue from Union to Earl, and Wright Crescent, south intersection of Palace to 16 Palace. The School Streets Initiative is still in effect from 8.40 a.m. to 9.10 a.m. and 3.20 p.m. to 3.50 p.m. weekdays until June 29th at McDonnell Street from Earl to Hill and Sydenham Street from Ordnance to Colburn. The Play Street Initiative is in effect until the end of August at Thomas Street from Cowdy to Patrick on Mondays from 3.30 to 5.30. There are still parking disruptions at the Chan Memorial parking lot. Due to construction, there is parking availability at the Hanson Memorial and Robert Bruce Memorial parking garages in the two adjacent blocks to the east. And at Center 70, public EV charging stations will be unavailable until late October due to seasonal relocation of the sleeping cabins to this site. And motorists can also expect other delays at Bullen Road from MacGyver to the end of Bullen, Cordukes Road from Burbrook to Unity, Flanagan Road, Kepler to Sydenham, Highway 33 east of Collins Creek Bridge to west of Coronation Boulevard, Jackson Mills to Burbrook Road, Kepler Road from Babcock to Flanagan, Lee Road, Babcock to the end of Lee, Portsmouth Avenue at Princess, Princess Street from Concession to 945 Princess, Queen Street from Sydenham to Montreal, Sandhill Road from Boundary to 3058 Sandhill, and Taylor Kidd Boulevard, Collins Bay to 100 meters west of the Collins Creek Bridge. And the Rideau Trail from Queen Mary to Parkway is closed for crews to replace the sanitary main, install shoring, and build a new gravel pathway. And now over to Lauren Tucker with this week's CFRC events report.
2: Thank you Dinah, here's what's happening this week in Kingston and surrounding area. On Tuesday, May 16th, stop in to the Isabel Turner Branch of the Kingston Frontenac Public Library between 1 to 3 p.m. for a genealogy drop-in session. Part of a series of dates running from now until May 25th, genealogy drop-ins are available to amateur genealogists to stop by and work on their family trees in the Cataractway Room with the assistance of Anne Hall, local history librarian. There is no need to register in advance, and participants are encouraged to bring a laptop or tablet where possible and to call ahead if they are interested in any specialized research help. Also presented by the Kingston Frontenac Public Library is the first session of Uke Along for Adults on Thursday, May 18th from 6:30 to 7:15 p.m. at the Isabel Turner Branch. This program will run several sessions throughout the summer, giving adults the opportunity to have just as much fun as kids on the Uke, led by resident Uke specialist Meredith. These sessions are for graduates of the library's Uke Can Do It program or others with Uke experience, and participants are encouraged to bring their own instrument. This session, The Disney Songs Edition is currently on waitlist, but you can register now for the upcoming sessions on the third Thursday of each month. The Beatles Edition on June 15th, Canadian Artists Edition on July 20th, and 80s Sensations Edition on August 17th. Learn more and register at calendar.kfpl.ca. Also on Thursday, May 18th, there will be a 15th anniversary screening of Mamma Mia at the screening room at 6 p.m. Celebrate a belated Mother's Day with this Singing Encourage viewing of the movie musical, enjoy a special on wine, and spend an evening downtown. Tickets are available now at screeningroomkingston.com. Looking forward to the weekend, Joe's Mill will be hosting their 4B yard sale on Saturday, May 20th from 11 to 4 p.m. in the TET Center Activity Room. This event will be a clearance sale with great bargains on their surplus musical instruments and supplies. Perfect for beginners and seasoned musicians, admission to this sale is free and on a walk-in basis. Also, this and every Saturday at Breakwater Park at 9 a.m. is Parkrun, a free, timed 5-kilometer run. Participants are asked to register ahead of time on parkrun.ca slash breakwater and bring along their scannable barcode in order to receive their time at the end of the run. Also, be sure to stick around at the end to grab a post-run coffee with the group at Juniper Cafe. Visit their website for more information if you're looking to start the weekend moving. Also, last but not least, the Memorial Center Farmer's Market has returned for the spring and summer seasons. The market is open every Sunday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Kingston Memorial Center and offers fresh produce from within 100 kilometers of Kingston. Visit their website memorialcenterfarmersmarket.ca for more information on vendors and events.
0: Thank you for tuning in to CFRC's Local News Programming. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next.